The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It is the APC podcast from acmepackingcompany.com and SB Nation talking Green Bay Packers. All the time, too much, maybe a little too much, I don't know. The Packers are set to take on the Saints, and we are set to preview that game and talk all things Drew Brees decline freakout meter with our buddy Jonathan Dixon, who covers the Saints for Who Dat Dish. Peek behind the curtain, this is the first time I'm doing any kind of podcast recording with my partner in the room with me. Hey guys, I'm just here to remind you that, you know, this week we're going to find the hole, penetrate the gap. We're not gonna we're not gonna leave that laundry on the field. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Alex and I really enjoyed our conversation with Jonathan, and we hope you do too. So uh, without further ado, let's get right into it. The number you dialed Pack me packing company. All right, happy to be joined now by Jonathan Dixon at JDixonNola on Twitter. Covers the Saints for Who Dat Dish. Jonathan, how you doing, man? I'm doing awesome. How about you guys? Uh, you know, we're, we're hanging in there. I'm suffering from uh, uh, the loss of nine of my backyard pondfish, uh, thanks to a family of raccoons that have decided that it's that our backyard is a buffet for them. So that's like... That's where I'm at right now. Alex, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, better than that, I guess. Uh, I don't have a yard. I don't have a pond. There's not much nature around me. So uh, so you're yeah. safe from uh, raccoon treachery is what you're saying. All right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, I had Mousegate uh, like two <laughs> weeks ago. That was a little scary. First ever mouse, which I feel like if you make it five years in New York without a mouse, you're you're doing something right. But um, I think we've eradicated that situation. So. Happens to the best of us. Jonathan, I see a haze on the camera here. Is it really humid there? You mentioned some uh, some Houston weather <laughs> before we we got on air. We're at ninety six percent plus, man, all the time, <laughs> oh, no God. matter if winter, summer. You know, we're taking it. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of taking it how are you taking it drew breeze on the decline is he on the decline are you freaking out how do you feel we're two games in and um i was surprised by last night's result i expected a bounce back didn't happen what's the the pulse check from saints fans here 
I think it's shock just because, you know, the Raiders weren't a team we were supposed to really lose to. I mean, um, I, I get it. It's a new stadium. It's, it's a lot of hype behind it. Um, but really, it, this was more of for the Raiders to go ahead and, and do as much as they can to kind of build their brand there. So uh, I, I think it's early. So to say that, you know, this is something that we should worry about week two, I think if this is week 10, week 11, kind of rolling in there, um, you have to understand, too, there's no preseason. So there's no, you know, jitters that get out. Um, it's really, it's so early that I, I don't think it's so much of an issue as it would be, again, later in the season. It's good to have it now than later. So um, Drew Brees, he's done so well for so many years. We have to give him a break every once in a while. So I think there's going to be some Saints fans who are going to jump all over him. But if you're the more knowledgeable Saints fan, I think that you know that these are going to happen every once in a while. Let's take them. Let's move on. Let's learn from them. I think we're in good shape. I think we have a great team. I think we just have some things to work out. Well, I I mean, I feel like if this were a conversation um, about my team, like I'm just putting myself in in a Saints fan's shoes after that game. Like I I actually firmly believe that, the, the talent of, of Michael Thomas is so great that you could almost excuse a loss to the Raiders within his absence and chalk it up to that. I think that there's the legitimate, like, you know, the, there's the argument that Drew Brees is on the decline is legitimate. But the fact that, you know, a player who seems like he can mask that wasn't there, that's a big deal. Uh, I don't know. Am I, am I off base in that regard? I mean, like, that seems like one of the few players or if that guy's not there... The offense is different. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely in the decline. I don't think anybody's um, really debating that. It's does he have enough left in the tank to get us through the rest of this season with the talent that we have? I think he does. I think he's going to make more mistakes this year than maybe most. But I think he has a chance because he has a Michael Thomas, because he has a supporting cast. Um, Jared Cook looked good. Um Drew Brees' arm strength has gone out severely over the last few years. If you've watched him, um, back when we had Colston and these other guys, he was sending out bombs to these guys. Now it's just kind of like dink and dunks to, you know, Kamara's our leading receiver, if you look at our stat sheet. So Michael Thomas, I, I know it didn't get talked about a lot, but that's a huge reason why we really lacked. One of the big, more important things, too, that we signed Emmanuel Sanders as that kind of backup guy to fill in for that. And it's become non-existent. So that was supposed to be the big help this year with that. And we're not getting anything out of Emmanuel Sanders. So Drew Brees, he's got a lot of weapons. I think this is just a shock moment. Do I think it'll continue? No, I think they're going to learn more from this, but I, I do agree. Drew Brees has lost a little bit, but I think we'll see him rebound this coming week. Well, one of the things um, that I find interesting is like, you know, the way the way, for instance, like the 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 Patriots have kind of coached around Tom Brady's limitations. Um, do you have enough faith in Sean Payton where, if this is the version of Drew Brees you're going to get, that's still good enough given you know the coach that we have? Um, because I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know what the perception of him is in New Orleans right now, but Sean Payton to me seems like a coach that is almost at that level of Belichick where it's like, I can coach around those limitations and still have a ton of success. Just get Taysom Hill in there, man. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's one of the points too, is that we honestly don't know 
I mean, you can ask Saints fans, and they're going to be 50-50. Is it going to be Jameis Winston next year? Is it going to be Taysom Hill? Who's actually going to start? What role will Hill play? Um, You know, this is, I mean, Drew Brees put it out there that it's do or die moment here. So, like I said, I think you're going to see more mistakes from him because he's going to go all out. And I think Sean Payton's going to let him do, you know, kind of fling it how he wants to because he knows that this is the end. Um, You know, we'll be following this up. I personally believe that it'll be Jameis Winston next year and not Taysom Hill. I would honestly prefer him as a starter and Taysom Hill continuing that role as a plug-and-play. I don't think Taysom Hill wants that, and I think Saints fans really love him, and they want him to be that starting quarterback, but you have to be able to do that on an every-game basis, and I don't think he's proved that yet. But for this season alone, I think Drew Brees is going to find his way he always does, but he, he ends up having these type of games too as well where a lot of you know fair weather uh, fans will say, oh, he's done, he's over, and then all of a sudden he'll have a five-game streak of no interceptions, touchdowns, and just rockets. So um, I honestly enjoy knowing that we're having a big game against uh, the Packers this week. I think he's going to live up to his more usual expectations this week. So um, you know, Sean Payton, he's got so many plays in that playbook. I think this week he's going to bring them out. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the matchup against the Packers and that is why we are here And the Packers coming out gangbusters on offense. The first two weeks so far back to back 40 plus points. How do you feel about the saints defense, uh, in general, um, and then matching up against this Packers team? Certainly worried. I mean, we gave up, um, like I think 14 passes to uh, Waller alone, their tight end. Um, I think what maybe may hold them back is the absence or lack thereof of Devontae Adams. It depends on where he's at. I know he caught 14 balls in the first game and only three. I know that they didn't need him as much in this previous game, but they will need him against this team. I know the Saints did not do very well at all. Um, probably going to be the worst game of their season this um, uh, this past Monday night. But better believe that Sean Payton's getting on them all this this whole week about what Aaron Rodgers can do to them, um, much less, you know, Derek Carr. The guy that I'm probably most um, concerned about with the defense is Aaron uh, is Aaron Jones. Um, I'll, I'll honestly say this. I know that there's some good running backs that are out now. Um, even if they weren't out, uh, Barkley and CMC. I would say Aaron Jones right now is the best running back in the league based on what he's done these first few weeks. Obviously, things can change, but just the way that he's looked, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has never had really that type of performance, you know, back to back. So it's good for the Packers that they're having that success. So really, I mean, uh, not only stopping Aaron Rodgers doing what he does on a yearly basis, you know, with Cam Jordan and Trey Hendrickson, they've got to make a push at him. Otherwise, um, you, we can stack the box and he's just going to throw over us. Um, if we let up, Aaron Jones is going to run right through that. Yeah, it's it's interesting you mentioned Aaron Jones is one of, if not the, the best running back in the league. You know, I think us as Packers fans, we're having a debate about whether or not they should pay him and keep him. Um, when I look at the Saints, I almost look at them as the model of like what the Packers could be. And I think that Rodgers, given his age, could, you know, be better you know, into the future, you know, Drew Brees on the decline, but you have like a true number one receiver, a running back who can do it all. Jones and Kamara are built differently, but I, I actually think there's more similarities 
um, between the Packers and the Saints, then there are differences offensively, and it's about getting the right coach in there, which I feel like we might have at the floor. So um, I, I do want to go back to something that you were saying about the uh, uh, about the pack, you know, about the Saints defense. I think we have similar concerns about the Packers defense, right? Like they have not right. looked very good, uh, despite the fact that their offense, you know, kind of blew the doors off two divisional opponents. I feel like they always give up big games to the obvious guy, right, Zach? Like, don't you always feel like you just, like, know exactly who's going to kill them and then that guy kills them? Yeah. I feel like Kamara should have a field day. Um, If you were attacking this Packers team, I mean, I feel like Kamara's just, he has to be the center of the game plan at this point, right? Yeah, I I think, um, you know, just looking at the Saints without Michael Thomas, I mean, Kamara's our guy. I mean, he's not only our best running back, he's our best receiver uh, now that he's out. So I think the question will be, um, will Michael Thomas actually play in this game, which that would be very uh, courageous of him, but, you know, high ankle sprain, it it just seems like he may be out there as a decoy, more of a, you know, more of his usual self. So we'll kind of see and and wait for those, um, uh, for that news to come out. But Alvin Kamara can do those things. But I think what a lot of people may not understand is that Kamara is not an every down back. You know, he's not an Ezekiel Elliott. He's not a Dalvin Cook. He needs that guy to spell him. Uh, that's why we have Latavius Murray, who I personally believe should start games, run it, and allow him to come on in second and third down and kind of be that push guy to kind of just get those extra five to seven yards, depending on whether it's a, a big run um, or if it's a catch out in the flat. Um, I think he's going to be incredibly important to him, but it, it brings back the question is, Will Drew Brees be the guy from this past week or from week one? Um, so I think if he has at least even just a decent to good game, I think the Saints will be in it. Um, however, the Packers are averaging, I think, about 42 and a half points a game. <laughs> it, you know, if you wanted somebody who can meet those expectations, you at least know it's the Saints that they'll have that type of firepower. But will Drew Brees be able to produce that now? Um in year, I believe, 17 or 18 here going forward. It's going to be tough. I, I think the Saints can hold out with them, but I think it's going to come down to whoever has the ball last is going to win this game. Yeah, you you kind of uh, mentioned the the point spree that the Packers have been on and earlier this week on, on our show, we, we talked a bit about can they keep this up. We tend to think that they can. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens in this game. Here's, here's sort of a, a final, a final question for you. Something that we have fun with on our show is, uh, the, the concept of a guy and that is, uh, <laughs> Alex is already laughing. Basically, you know, you're in training camp, you're in preseason and you've got your sort of, as a fan, you've got your, your unheralded, maybe an undrafted guy that you're watching someone who's a day three pick and you just you learn a factoid about them. You get really invested in in their success, and they become your guy. And you watch them either blossom, or maybe they get cut. They go to a different team, and you still kind of keep half an eye on them. Can you give us an example, maybe uh, in New Orleans, of a guy who is a little <laughs> bit of an unheralded player that, that you're following? That you know, maybe we'll see him in this game, maybe not, but just a, a lesser known player that we could. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll hear his name on the broadcast maybe and go, oh, yeah, that's Jonathan's guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the guy that nobody in New Orleans really talks about is uh, Deontay Harris. I know he's a little bit well known, more well-known now, but I think um, when we need, you know, one of our great strengths that's been happening a little bit is our special teams. 
Um, I could see him running out of punt return or kick return here for a touchdown against the um, Packers. He's due for one. It almost looks like every time he's going to break out, he just gets clipped on the ankles. Um, if you're looking for a guy who's not the Alvin Kamara, the Michael Thomas, Drew Brees, look for Harris to be one of those guys who gets one of those just oddball touchdowns, whether it's a run um, in the backfield or some kind of simple catch. You're not looking for that guy. And I think, you know, Sean Payton likes to draw those up every once in a while. So I'd look for Harris this week to score um, a big touchdown. And he was uh, undrafted, right? That, that meets the guy criteria for sure. <laughs> um, you know, once upon a time, once upon a time, Taysom Hill was going to be our guy. Yes. And, and that's oh. like, I, I think he's like too mainstream now, but that to me is the poster child of a guy. Packers fans still mad, still mad online about Taysom Hill. Oh, being, so mad. So mad. <laughs> getting out of our, yeah. getting out of the ball club. Yeah, seven touchdowns last season. I mean, it's it's hard to find a guy who's willing to do so much and, you know, not be that guy, you know, the starting quarterback. Um, he's what, what everyone wanted Tim Tebow to be back in the day. I mean, it, he wasn't willing to give up that, you know, backup quarterback role because he wanted to be a starter. Taysom Hill is doing all of that. So um, people complain that, you know, we gave him $21 million for two years. He scores seven touchdowns. I mean, I, I don't know. I know he's not the main guy, but if you can get seven touchdowns, I mean, is that worth that for two years? I mean, it's it's just something to think about. All right. Well, you alluded to it a little bit, Jonathan, but before we let you go, we like to get a formal prediction. You think it's going to be a close game, right? Yeah. Like I said, I, I think... Um, it's going to be on the last drive. I think Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, you want one of those two guys in the league to get that last touchdown. Um, I think uh, based on last week's performance, I think Sean Payton's going to get under uh, the skin of the, all the guys who, uh, you know, created so many bad situations for us. I, I think it's going to be 41-38. I think it's going to be a huge um, scoring game. I think the Packers keep doing it, but I think they also allow points as they have been. Um, so I'm going to go 41 38, uh, winning the game in the last drive. There you go. Alex, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be high scoring too. I mean, the, I think oftentimes you go into a game with like a high point total over under and everyone's like, it, it ends up being like this kind of like defensive struggle. I, I just don't think that that is this game at all. Like I just, yeah. I don't think the Packers are good enough defensively. I don't know if the Saints are good enough defensively. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's going to be really high scoring, and the Packers' pass rush isn't what it was last year. You know, I think they 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 will allow a lot of points. I still trust the Packers to get it done. I think part of that is Rodgers just in in his current state of play compared to Breeze, and I think that it's a different story when it, there's no fans there. I'm not trying to like use that as a crutch, but. Um, the environment uh, that is usually one of the hardest to go into is just gone. Um, you know, it's almost like it, all the advantages that existed for what would be the Saints offense in this game also kind of exist for the Packers. So um, I guess I would just go the other way. Yeah, I'd go like <laughs> extremely high scoring, take the over and comes down to the last drive. But uh, if I had to pick a team, I, I would think Green Bay. Um, yeah. How about you, Zach? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you, Alex. I not to not to just 
basically parrot everything you just said. But I, I totally agree. And, and Jonathan, I agree with you as well in terms of coming down to the last drive. And, and Drew Brees is a guy who's earned that credit. I was watching the Monday Night Football game and I was heavily invested until maybe two minutes left because I always thought Drew Brees is a guy who can get him back in the game, who can make it happen. Um, he's he's earned that. And um, I think there'll be many times this season where we'll have the opportunity to show why he's earned that. Uh, hasn't come true the first uh, couple games, but I still think it's going to be a close game. Packers take the over. Yeah. <laughs> Good news for you is that the Packers get to play in the Superdome without the fans. Yeah. So yeah. people underestimate the fans like them in Kansas City and a few other places. It makes a huge difference when you can't hear the plays. Um, the Saints don't have that this year. So that that's going to be a huge burden in this game. I, I think that's what makes it so much closer. Um, but yeah, I think it'll go either way. Whoever's got the ball last. Yeah. Uh, uh, Latavius Murray, big game. You just know it. Like Camaro <laughs> will probably have like 12 catches for like 140 yards or something. I feel like Murray's also going to have like 150 scrimmage yards. Like it's just so obvious when, when teams are just like going to attack the Packers a certain way, the middle of their defense has been abysmal. Um, I would say just like big fantasy day for a lot of players involved. <laughs> And if uh, if that doesn't come to pass, or it does, I don't know, whatever. Roast Alex at Alex Patakis <laughs> on Twitter for our listeners. Yeah. And Jonathan Dixon, thank you so much for joining us at J Dixon Nola on Twitter. Again, he covers the Saints for Who Dat Dish. One way or another, it sounds like we think there's going to be a lot of points scored, but it's going to be a fun game, and we're we're all taking we're all taking our teams. So uh, <laughs> I usually end all the interviews here by saying I hope both teams have fun. And I sincerely mean that because there's no fans. That's sweet of you. Eh, you know, at least they could just have some fun. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, Jonathan, you're a good sport. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, yeah, hope both teams have fun. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, good luck to the rest of the season, you guys. Um, hope we meet you in the uh, conference championship. I think that would be an awesome game. Uh, but, you know, great season to you guys. That sounds good. <laughs> Thanks. Yep. All right, that's going to do it for us. Big thanks again to Jonathan Dixon for joining us. Uh, Enjoy the game, guys, and we will be back with you moments after the final whistle with our Rapid Reaction pod. Please consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts. If Patreon is your thing, you can support us there. Patreon.com slash NoteNugs, N-O-T-E-N-U-G-S, Patreon.com slash NoteNugs. All right, guys, enjoy your weekend. Be well, and uh, go Pack Go. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts.